Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Hello and welcome to our Learning by Ear series, People Who Make a Difference. In these programs, we introduce you to some of the ordinary heroes of day-to-day life in Africa. They are people who have a vision for the future and who often devote their lives to the well-being of others. Today, we are going to meet Magdalene Mhina, a Tanzanian community development worker who is involved with improving the living conditions of women in the village. Hello everybody, welcome to Miroa, a remote village in the Maasai land in northern Tanzania, close to the Kenyan border. Five hours of traveling along a rough road lay behind us. Tough, but today we are here to see Magdalene Muhina. She is 34, and as a young woman, she'd already decided to dedicate her energy to improve the situation of other women. We meet her at work as she and her assistant, Sintamei Kipepari, are talking with the women in the village. They talk to them about current problems and the progress of the school lessons they have recently introduced. As the women's language is Maasai, Sintamei translates into Kiswahili. The women have a very close relationship with her. They trust her. They know that I have a young baby, but I decided to leave him because of them, so they are very grateful to that. And as well, the, the class is going on very well, and they thank God that we are here again to continue with the project work. After her first discussion with a group of the Maasai women in Miroa, we learn more about Magdalene's motivation to work with these women. She can understand their situation very well, as she was herself born in a remote place. I was born in the village, and I was really living a, a real village life with a lot of things, a lot of work. Wake up very early in the morning, do some farm work, like digging, like preparing animal food before going to school. Going to school was not a normal thing for a girl from a remote village, the ninth child of the family. But Magdalene was lucky. So really I was living that type of life and I used to see that women have got a lot of work to do. And again, it was not our culture to send a girl child to school. And I can really tell you that people were laughing at my mother. Was, why are you sending this to school? This is your last one. Why, should, why don't you stay with her at home so that she helps you? But my mother said, suppose I die now, who will take care of this child? And finally, her mother sent Magdalene to school. Today she has a diploma in community development and is working with a Tanzanian NGO called AIDRO, which stands for the Development and Relief Office of the Catholic Archdiocese of Arusha. But she will never forget the situation of many other women in her country. Especially in the Maasai communities, the role of women is still dominated by men's ideas. By knowing how to read, write and count, they will be able even to communicate with other people, with the outside world, because they are really talking only Maasai. So through the classes, they are able to speak Swahili. And their main point was that they are failing to explain to the doctor when they are sick. When they go to the hospital, they can't explain. Many of the Maasai women feel somehow helpless when they are away from their village. This is something Magdalene cannot accept. She finds that nobody is too old to be taught how to read and write. The idea of adult classes was born.
a herd of goats is passing by while Magdalene and her assistant Sitamei are conducting a school lesson. 29 colorfully dressed Maasai women are sitting under a tree writing on the board and making notes in their books. A strong breeze is blowing their papers. Magdalene explains how the women learn to earn money by operating a flour mill. This could be an important contribution to the families and lead to becoming more respected in the community. They raised the funds for the machine and we are going to bring the machine soon when they finish the building so that they will have their income generating activity to empower themselves to get the service near them and also to generate income for themselves. The concept of respect in the society is, at the same time, a kind of door opener for the discussion of issues like FGM, which stands for female genital mutilation. The practice of FGM is not officially allowed anymore in Tanzania, but most of the Maasai communities still consider this somehow a normal practice. Cutting the girls where it hurts the most is an incredible torture and often leads to severe physical and mental problems. But it would not work simply to go to the villages and tell the women to stop it. Only a long-term approach geared to creating confidence can lead to changes in the communities. I really feel bad for these people or the girls who are being mutilated. For example, in the areas we are working, in the far areas or remote areas where only Maasai lives, they still practice FGM. We have been telling them about the effects of FGM and that is all we can do, just to mobilize them to stop or to abandon because we can't force them. Magdalene herself has a 10-year-old daughter and she will soon talk to her about FGM before she hears about it from others. The well-being of her own family is extremely important to Magdalene, and despite her busy timetable, she always tries to meet the needs of her loved ones. This is why we make her stop at the market before we follow her to her next project. She has to buy some food for her family. Time enough for a brief chat with Sinta May, Magdalene's assistant. Working together with Magdalene is very, very interesting. She's a very determined woman who really inspires me a lot. And I really learn lots of things from her. For example, how to help a group of women who are abandoned by their husbands, often with nothing else but the clothes on their bodies and a number of kids. We join Magdalene's single mother's group, which consists of women who work in a mining area. The local stone mining area provides small jobs with flexible conditions. The women crack stones into small pieces, which are used in road construction. They are in trouble because of the situation. They are poor. They have not been to school enough to get employment, but they have children to take care. Amina Ali, one member of the single mothers group, is lucky and very proud of how Magdalene started to support them. Networking, bringing them into contact with potential employers, was crucial. We appreciate the work Magdalene is doing with our self-help group. Through her, we learned to know different people and visited other areas. Magdalene's mission is to help women to create some income despite their lack of education. Enabling them to have these income-generating activities you know, is the only thing we do to these single mothers. We still have other activities like trainings on human rights uh, and on sustainable agriculture so that we help them in every corner. Back home, Magdalene's first task is to take care of her young baby, Owen. Her husband is still at work and the house girl is caring for their little boy and their two girls. 
Now Magdalene takes over. But how did it come about that Magdalene decided to spend a lot of her time caring for the problems of other women? Ah <laughs> uh, yeah, of course uh, I really want to 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 see that women are real happy for in their life. So when I, I do development work, when I chose to do development work, it's because I just want to work with these poor women. Going that far means giving a lot, because really those people are poor. And being raised up in the village, I know the bitter, bitter part of it. Magdalene's working day is long and there's only time to rest in the late evening. But as a woman who believes in what she is doing, she ends each day with a feeling of satisfaction and she enjoys her few hours of relaxation before she goes to sleep. That was the story of Magdalene Mhina, a community development worker from Tanzania who takes care of the special needs of women living in villages and it was brought to you by Deutsche Welle's program Learning by Ear. And that's all for now. If you want to listen to this story again or tell friends about it, please visit our website at www.dwworld.de/lbe. Thanks for listening to our Learning by Ear series about people who make a difference.